Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of the Likely Lads podcast with myself and Michael Bevan. Um, great episode last week and some great feedback. Uh, we also put out a um, question thing on Instagram to say what suggestions you're going to have this week. Some funny ones, um, some good ones that will be coming up in the near future. Uh, other than that, we're going to be talking about more so in this session, to be fair. So how's your week been, Mike? Not bad, everyone. Not bad. Been on a few walks, uh, up on the beach, and I have nearly, nearly finished my assessment, which I've been really stressed about. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, nearly finished. Ne- really stressed at the moment, especially about university. Um, but yeah, nearly finished. I'm really missing, like, like uh, no one else talk about it today. It's a little end for everyone, but... I'm really missing like socializing with people now. Like it's really getting to me. Like, but I can't go down the beach with the boys, and I can't go have a coffee with the boys, and I can't do can't do anything socializing wise. And it's really getting to me. Yeah, and, it is hard. And especially this week, like competitiveness has really got to me. Like when I've done five Ks with my sister now, I'm just I'm literally trying to beat that because that's just because I'm missing competitiveness. And it's it's honestly it's the worst thing ever. Just being quite a competitive person and like not having the competition now. No, I, I agree like, with that. Like my grandpa doesn't really get it. As soon as he puts that dinner down on the table, it's a race to finish. Like he's just, he's not really getting it at the moment. So, yeah. but yeah, like you said, it's a great episode with Reese Thomas last week. Uh, yeah. Like, like we said, it was a great catch up and a good laugh on some stories as well. Yeah, there's some but, stuff we couldn't mention, obviously, when we talk yeah. about after. But if you didn't know Declan, we have done it for a month now. We have done the podcast for a month. Jeez. Did, did, you, did you expect that? I didn't, mate. I didn't. Yeah. We've done it for a month. And I think like, it's gone from strength to strength, really. And our ideas are getting better and better. And hopefully the podcast are getting better for the listeners. Because I think we started off as a nervous wreck. And now we're a, oh, yeah. a little bit more confident now. Um. How's your week been? Because I'm just been talking about mine. <laughs> um, yeah, mine's been alright. Literally the same thing over and over again. I'm cracking on with training. Um, yeah. Scores going up. Do you know I mean, uh, I haven't really been for a run this week, so probably go today. It's like Grand Dog Day, isn't it? Like literally, literally I'm, I'm waking up, I'm having a cup of tea, doing uni work, going to bed. It's, That's how it feels. But and it's like I need something to break up, and like I've spoken to you about it, like. Going to train in the night or going for a coffee or going for some food with the boys breaks up your day and it's like it's something you look forward to and like now we've got nothing to look forward to and it's, it is getting people down and stuff now like um i went down the beach a couple of weeks ago and i seen one of the committee members from the stars and uh yeah they were saying like the first lockdown they didn't feel like it affected them that much but yeah. i'm saying like this lockdown has really affected them like missing going over the club seeing different people different faces is really affecting and it's sad now that it's it's affecting a lot more than just the youngsters now i know because all the old heads well no no offense to anyone but um <laughs> they they love it don't they? they love coming yeah. over to the stars to watch us or just have a beer especially on a saturday or something saturday it's, afternoon it's probably Nothing most clubs as well it's most clubs oh yeah absolutely because like i'm just talking from this aspect like rugby clubs alex would normally be community like place to go sometimes and like yeah without that community base it, the people are just sitting in their house looking at four walls i want yeah but yeah four month review i think we're doing well i think uh getting great great feedback and i think the best the best feedback we're getting is like can you change this can you talk about this because it's all it's all it's all good and fair it's constructive and yeah it? it's all good and fair people saying oh it's the best podcast around and we basically know that it it probably isn't that great. Yeah. Like, we've listened back and sometimes and I've laughed at my own chat because I'm funny. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we've reviewed it ourselves like, and we've been all right and good criticism is always the best because like, obviously we had criticism about swearing so we've tried to sort that out. Yeah. Like, the, the first week we had criticism about the end music so we sorted that out. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's going really well. And I think. stuff like that is helping us and hopefully we just go from strength to strength and get more guests on 
And yeah, we're doing okay. Well, yeah, I think conversations flow. You know, we've actually got decent chats. So we're not boring <laughs> everyone. Do I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get some good topics going now in the next few weeks. Hopefully another guest or two. Yeah, it'd be good to go, but to be, be class. so. I've obviously given a little hint in the intro, but our main uh, topic today is going to be socials. So yeah, do you want to say what socials mean to you? Um, socials mean to me um, going out, enjoying, whether it be drinking, not drinking, with a big group of boys, small group of boys, one person, but just going out, having a laugh, chatting, um, just getting some activities done and enjoying myself, to be honest. That's what social has been to me. Yeah. What's been to you, man? I think just enjoying yourself, no matter what, what you're doing. Whether you, yeah. When you're with company, so whether that's like family, friends, like distant friends, like sort of strangers, that whether you're enjoying yourself and you're enjoying their company, that's sort of like socialising to me. And like, yeah. we're going to go on in a bit though, our socials have changed now, but like some of the best socials are the ones that I haven't realised that I'm socialising in. And, yeah, and I agree. I've, I've just gone for walks with a couple of the boys, etc. And some, and some of them are the best socials because we just chat in and talking about everything and everything, really. Well, yeah, back in the summer when we were out of lockdown, we went to Goitrevez a couple of times, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, and we just went for a long walk, and it was. I really enjoyed that. To be fair, uh, yeah, and that, that's like some, some of the best socials we've had. Like we've enjoyed each other's company and enjoyed just talking and walking and like because we were locked up for what is it, sixteen weeks in the first lockdown. So yeah, that that little walk, and we we made it a weekly thing because we was enjoying it so much. I mean, we obviously we couldn't go out drinking out that yet, but I think that would have probably been the social we did that if we, yeah. <laughs> we, we could have, but. Because we could now, we made the best out of it and went for walks, etc. And that, that's just, I think, what everyone did as well. It's not just us. And I think people realise that, especially now more than ever, that you don't have to drink alcohol to socialise. And something we're going to go on again. Yeah, no, right. we, um, it's mad because every week we turned up, well, not turned up, but every week we decided to go for a walk. We always had something to talk about as well. Yeah. It's not as if we went up and we just walked yeah. and walked and walked. We actually enjoyed ourselves, like, I mean. Yeah, there's always a, a topic, right, whether it be rugby. Yeah. Um, obviously, you lot used to talk about women and... Um, Standard. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, <laughs> I just talk about rugby to myself. Um, rugby knows. And so next, we've got notes now, guys, right? We make notes on them. Oh, he's folded. Yeah. You know when to tell him. You know when to tell him. You folded. <laughs> so our, ne- our next point is uh, the importance of socials, and I think for me, coming from like obviously we both play team sports, the importance is team cohesion, and like the best best sort of like teams are the ones who are the best teams off the field as well, and get on and go out socialising, whether that be sober socials, whether that be alcohol oriented socials so they are the best team so like especially when when i went to university and i didn't know anyone the best way to get to know people was through socials like i was turning up on wednesday nights and i was learning people's names playing games obviously getting drunk um and i was learning people's names and then come the sunday it'd be funny stories and then it would be yeah like oh do you remember when you did this or do you remember when you did that and it you get to know them quite quickly. And I think yeah. it's like that in any team, isn't it? especially when you start out, that you need to get to know them off the field as well as on the field. No, definitely. Um, I think it even goes back to when we were in juniors and stuff. Mate. Remember when we went to like, uh, what was it, Klein Farm and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, as a team? Yeah. So, like with Ty Bach, um, I'm not sure what age group, but we went to Klein Farm as a team. And I think after that, we way closer and we were going out more with a lot even though loads of boys from Taibach we were going out more we were you know having a, la- having a laugh not yeah. taking it too serious but then and when it comes to the pitch and that stuff and for you as uh, we haven't got this part but I'm going to translate you but for you as a captain how did you try and develop team cohesion through socials or did you not try it or did you try it um 
Because it's quite a difficult question, obviously, because you can't make people come to your after game. No, you can't no, make them stay after games, etc. But like, I think, I think you. I think after a win, well, it win or loss, like there's a saying it. We're not losers on the booze anything. Yeah. So I think you just kind of drill that into everyone and um, kind of explain to them what we've like what we do after a game anyway. So more yeah. people are like, oh, that's that's class, that's class. We're like, you don't have to drink. I was saying, come along, and it's a really good laugh. Like just sitting there yeah. with the boys. Like I don't know, it could be rinsing the other team. It could be, <laughs> you know, who's got the who's got the worst haircut? Nearly swore. Yeah. It could be doing. It could be anything. Just having a laugh and with the boys. It just it builds team cohesion, and, and you you obviously make friends, don't you? Like obviously from these socials, I made loads of friends in the years above me in university. You know, like they're probably still my friends now. And yeah. Like you make different friends. Like you might go into the rugby team and have two friends, and then you might split off from them two friends and have two other friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not, yeah. It's because you meet the new people and obviously you're socializing with people of the, the same personality or the same type of person you are. Well, that kind of happened to us, didn't it? When we went, when we moved down to the stars. Yeah. Well, I, I know you knew loads of people really. Like, um, and obviously, they'd ask you to go down, and you obviously knew who because you grew up in the stars. Yeah. But for me, when I, I went down, I didn't really know anyone apart from you, Reese, and Conreely. Yeah. So then just go train and have a laugh with the boys, and they stuck. Like, And then obviously, a few bonding days with the senior team and stuff. Yeah. Though you'll get on to in a bit now. Ah, oh, it, was, it was amazing. Right. So, our next point on our notes is drinking culture. And yeah. for me, it's, it's probably been. Like, I've always seen drinking as a, a beneficial to socialise. It's like, sort of, sometimes it's a must for yeah. nightlife socialising. It probably isn't, to be honest. And like, obviously, I went out for your birthday last year to Swansea, sober, and uh, I, had, I had a bloody great time. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome uh, being sober. But uh, Your face didn't look at me. <laughs> but, uh, like, it, it, it's... Sometimes it's not fun, is it, being sober? Unless you really have good, strong sort of like morals that I'm not drinking because of a reason. It's hard well, and it's hard to enjoy yourself sometimes. I think I think you're quite easy to uh, convince. To drink. But, yeah, but yeah. because you were in that vast team, I think your wills, your strong will were pulled you through yeah. that day. But like drinking culture, I, I do I think sometimes you are seen to have to drink and like that's potentially the problem with today's society now is that people are trying to drink earlier earlier at a younger age just to to fit in when you don't have to you don't you really don't have to like and like we've tried to instill it with the youth boys downstairs now that you don't have to drink like you don't if you want to come to our zoom socials etc you don't have to drink like you can drink whatever you want whether that's lemonade water Milk for the freaks or whatever. I mean, <laughs> milk stunning, but you can <laughs> you could drink whatever. And like drinking culture on a whole within rugby is probably like seen as you know, a must drink. But yeah, like I won't. I I think going into youth. I think you're gonna ask me this probably in, yeah. in a bit now. But going into youth in Taibach, I, I was very thingy about drinking. Like I I'd go like to house party so in obviously in. When I was four, fifteen, sixteen, I have four cans, or whatever. Do I mean? Yeah, is it? I was about <laughs> that life. Do I mean? I have four cans, yeah. get a bit tasty. Nah. Few babes around. But when everyone's talking, <laughs> when everyone's talking about going into youth, and they were saying like, "Oh, you have to do this, you have to do this yeah. initiation, this initiation, that," wasn't the fact. I was like, "Oh yeah, I really, I really don't want to do it." Really do it. it just wasn't a, a massive drinker. Yeah. So, so that's like, why. I'm, that's why I'm the best figure to do it. Not really. <laughs> was back in. You was back in. Oh no. But um, yeah, didn't drink at all in the first year youth. Really, apart from like after game, I'd have you, a few. You did use. You did use to come after the game during the team cohesion sort of thing, like. Oh no, absolutely. It was the best part. Yeah, and like play, and then you view the boys like. Especially when we mentioned Taiwan youth. Like especially my first year in Taibach, I don't think it was on a Saturday that I wasn't leaving there absolutely hammered. Yeah. And, and that was like you said, win or lose, we're on the booze sort of thing. And 
it's sort of a good thing and a bad thing because my time in Thai Bark then was just like, oh, I'm just going to play rugby and if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Because I'd, yeah. st- I'd still be going out on a beer. And that's probably my own mentality, how it's changed now that I am playing competitively now and I want to I wanna win. I don't want to lose anymore. So, and that's no, the thing. Some, sometimes I, especially in uni, and I mentioned it to some of the uni boys last year, like we went away games and we'd, we'd lose or get stuffed and everyone would be yeah. on it straight away on the bus on the way back. And, I, and people used to say, oh, that's uni culture, just getting on it straight away. If I just yeah. lost, if I just lost 45, 15, I don't feel like a drink. I don't mean, I'm, oh. I'm angry that we got stuffed. I'm the same, yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like drinking. And like some of the boys were like, go on, drink, drink. And I was like, no, I ain't drinking. And then sometimes, and obviously that would sometimes cause me not to go on socials and evening because I'm so, I'm going to swear first. Worked up. I'm just so worked pissed, up. pissed off. Pissed off, worked up. Uh, we just got hammered and everyone's near enough happy to just get straight Jolly, on yeah, yeah. I couldn't do which, that. I think. Which is good and bad because, <laughs> yeah, we lost, get over it. We go again next week. Or, like, obviously, I got myself worked up about it and I missed out on that team cohesion and then the, the social, the laugh and the joke. And it, it is hard. you just got to try and manage it and maybe that's something i got to work on. No, yeah. Um, to be fair, if I got smashed, whatever, I was going to swear again, smashed <laughs> for the odd nail or whatever, then I don't think I could just brush out to the side. And yeah. Be like, yeah, that's what I can. But I think this year, especially in uni now, we've changed our attitude where when we do start back training and playing now, it's it's we're going out there to win and not going out there for the social on the way back. Probably year after, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which is good because it needs to be instilled. You know what I mean, and it's instilled especially in most teams now probably because with this long break now they don't want to be classed as a pub team. They want to be classed as a team who's going to play competitively. And go yeah, make a come back, isn't it? So I've had a couple of Zoom socials with the uni. And we've yep. done a couple of Zoom socials for stars. You've. Yeah. How did you find them? Uh, I really enjoyed them, to be fair. Yeah. Um, stuck in my house, obviously, but staying on call to like you know, the last survivors at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning is it's a good laugh. Like, room is tipped, but you know how it goes. After you have the neck nominate about eight cans. Yeah. Nine times, and you still walk in. I think you call it a success. Well, that's the thing, though. You you just you're sitting in your house when you're home, and you just roll into bed. Don't you? you don't exactly. have to, don't have to get that's a taxi or roll home or try and you know you're on that alcohol speed run home. I walk home from Neath as uh, <laughs> a few of our mates have done. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed the Zoom socials because I think they've got they got like um, aspects of sober socials. And obviously drinking socials because obviously we play our games, especially in Yumi and Stars. We play our games and have a laugh and joke, but we also have the conversation aspect as well. That yeah. if if we was all together in the club, we probably wouldn't have the conversation aspect because we'd just be, I don't know, we just wouldn't be talking about anything and everything like we would. I think there's there's more to catch up on. Is what you're trying to say, you know? You more, yeah. there's more to- You've got like, more to say now that we're in lockdown and we're not we're not actually seeing each other. Like yeah, on a Tuesday and a Thursday, you'd see each other in training. So yeah, I think like me and you, obviously, um, mental health is a big one, and we're obviously going to talk about it in a future podcast. But yeah, like every time someone comes on Zoom social, whether I'm in the uni one or whether I'm in the stars one, someone always goes, "Mike, you were right," or "I was your week being dummy on it." If I was in the club, would they have that? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone no. would just... Everyone Might would get just, it from the odd yeah. person in training, yeah. but... Everyone would just assume you're all right. Do you know yeah, because you're there, innit? Because you're yeah. there. And that's obviously a good thing and a bad thing now that we are checking up on people, but we're checking up on the people that are only coming to the socials sometimes. Yeah. So, who knows? They could be okay, they could not be okay. And the people that are not turning up to these could be the ones that we need to check up on. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, it does make a massive difference, doesn't it? Being on yeah. Zoom compared oh. to see some of the socials we've had. Yeah. Like um, bike rides we had on social with the stars. Yeah. And um, go on. The, the, the face-to-face socials are never going to match an over-computer screen no, social. No, I agree. Because the stories, they'll have, like on the bike ride, the stories from our bike rides 
will never be the well, same yeah. as the stories from the no, Zoom. No, exactly. But I think the Zoom and the socials online are just as good because, like I said, you get aspects of a sober social and a drunk social because, like you said, <laughs> it was like lone wolves, the four of us or five of us that were left at half three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still, still drinking, still chatting. And like, <laughs> it's like I could open my eyes. I mean, that's how happy I was. <laughs> you but, were in bed at one point before oh, I, was, I was in bed yeah and tucked up ready for bed. that's the main thing when you're on zoom i think making the most of it is what you have to do now yeah definitely when you can't go for example that that few months leading up to tour with stars yeah probably some of the best social times i've had in my life yeah all. and that's that's obviously i know you're trying to do lead us on to the next point but like i've and that's yeah, the the few months that we did have and the charity events and the um events that we had, social events were, were the best best ones we had because what do we have like race night, um yeah, stars and rise. That was hell of a night. Yeah. And I do, to be honest, I don't think it's a time that I have really gone down the start and haven't left their hammer apart from the times well, I've no, worked there. Especially that family <laughs> fun day as well. That oh. Nick the Nick we were in on that oh. day. Family surprise you weren't uh, in hospital was, with sun sunburn, yeah, yeah. massive sunburn. But uh, you, then again, it's a funny, funny story to leave <laughs> leave there with, isn't it? It is, it is. So, least memory. Like <clears throat> a couple of ones that we've done, especially done as the bike rides, the family fun days, the charity events, and the, like we said, they've been the best ones that we've ever had. And especially in we was in our second year and third year of youth, you need to get to know the senior guys and you need to able to build that team cohesion ready for when you go up yeah exactly play that because they're obviously going to be quite not not so much clicky but they're going to be like oh who's these guys and if we yeah, don't get on gonna, them straight away yeah. you're going to be intimidated now because yeah. they're obviously the men and then you're going up to play with men yeah um, but i think for us we kind of moved in to me we we got on with all of them really and and that's that's from the socials to be fair like yeah it is uh, definitely even like our first year when we joined there it was like the youth would sit on one table, the seniors sit on one table. Although they're sitting on opposite tables, the same atmosphere was there and the, the same social yeah. atmosphere. And like, if they came over, they talked to you. If we went over there, they talked to you. And it, it it really benefited us, especially to fit in straight away, didn't it? Because we came from another club. That... I think if anything, they um they got the youth socialising more because obviously we were a, a new youth team. Yeah, so we were kind of like leading off their atmosphere so we were kind of just taking their drift and like lovely. they made us welcome didn't they straight away as soon as Absolutely. They and especially for me and you and a few of the other boys that it was potentially a move that we didn't want to happen but well we it's didn't ha- expect it's, it's happened now and we absolutely love it and probably wouldn't go back i wouldn't change it i yeah, wouldn't change it we'll say ending, no. but uh yeah <laughs> like um well the socials we had um, well, do you want to just say oh, your best best yeah. rugby social top three or? Yeah, um, I think my second year bike ride with the stars up to uh, Glen Corrug was yeah. um, very very good socialize wise. Any antics um, to share with us, or you just keep? Uh, well, I, I think we just went for a few beer in, in the. Um, there's one story I can say. Um, Someone's bike broke um, in the Avon Tavern. And uh, so, obviously, with a bike, if the tyres come off, you normally put the t- bike upside down, put the tyre back on. For all the people yeah. that know what we're all about now. Um, <laughs> I, did, I didn't really get that point. So, I was holding the bike up. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I saw holding this bike while someone's trying to screw the tyre back on. Well, you said Buna. Yeah, and we, we just couldn't think, obviously, because we've had a few uh, sherbets. That uh, yeah. we couldn't think why it wasn't working or why why we couldn't get <laughs> it back on. But long story short, long story short, this tire got thrown into the middle of the road and uh, people were upset then. Oh, but uh, yeah, that that day is probably my number one to be honest. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed oh. that. that the second that's one would be um, cops and robbers in uni. I had. Uh, and that that was really good. I enjoyed that one. For all the uni boys that listen, uh, Cops and Robbers is, is the best one. Um, yeah. Well, one of the best ones, I think. Um, I really enjoyed that. Oh, mainly because we had um, 
first team and second team were away to University of West England. And uh, <laughs> the first team just lost and the second team just lost. So, like, All right. when I was going on about, like, we got stuffed, I was fine with just losing if we played well, you know what I mean? Um, we got on straight away. It was, like, a fun bus. We had to bring a wine, a bottle of wine. And obviously, this is a fun story. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, I thought uh, I'd be the dog's baller because I'd bring a, a lovely posh red wine Shiraz now. Mm-hmm. So I bought, bought this lovely posh bottle. Do you know what I mean? Student, oh, loans, student loans just come in. I thought that. Uh, How oh, old is it? It's one of, definitely one of those old ones. Oh, it dates back in the 19th century. And stuff like I, that. Had, I had it posted from Venice and all that. Uh, me, Nora. You did. So, so uh, I got this really posh bottle of Shiraz now and I'm walking onto the bus and all, all yeah. the uni boys are clapping. Just clapping, right? Yeah. What is going on? And everyone's like tapping me on the back, saying, "Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant, top swig, blah blah blah," because I am. Um, yeah. Blah blah blah. Go on the bus. We'll find yeah. out. Tell me. So you, you've drunk, you've drunk these your your cans that you bought as well, and then yeah. they they play the song Roxanne. Um, All right. Yeah. With what is it called? Roxanne, something with a red light. But yeah. Either way, like the left side had to drink on Roxanne, and the right side had to drink on red light. Yeah, but it was with your wine bottle, so oh right. I I started seeing a correlation when we started bringing out the wine bottle that everyone had like the um, mixed berries like rosé and the the summer fruits and I thought Mike's yeah, thinking like, he's big off. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. I don't know. I thought I thought happy days have got a Shiraz beer, but I yeah. seen I seen a correlation. So obviously you had the naked on the Roxanne and the red light. Uh, yeah. I absolutely struggled, and then when I did finish it, I was absolutely legless. I was absolutely <laughs> wrecked. And that that was the night I went to Cops and Robbers. I think, yeah, it was Cops and Robbers. Really enjoyed, had a good laugh, and like I had sick down my white t-shirt, had red wine down my white t-shirt. Lovely, and really nice. I lost my keys. I slept on the floor outside my halls. It, uh, yeah, it was um, a great social. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> um, I was in hell of a state. Um, and my third <laughs> one, oh, my third one, I think my third one would just be any sort of like sober social or, or Saturday social, to be honest. Like you mentioned when we used to go up quite to res, I thought that's probably a really good social where we've, we've got together and really enjoyed ourselves. And like on, yeah. on the Saturdays normally when there's no rugby or whatever, where we'd, we'd go watch other teams play or go watch the seniors play and just have a few beers, not like... Yeah. We're looking out to get absolutely hammered, but we're just having a few beers and a good laugh and a joke. Chill out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's sometimes the best sources I've been a part of sometimes. Uh, your top oh, three? No, I agree. My top three. Um, so for the third one, I'm probably going to have to... Oh, I don't know. I thought, right, I'm going to go do both. I'm going to say... The Stars bike ride, right, like you said. Yeah. Uh, with the seniors. That was a really good day. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, even though I got rinsed for taking a yeah, bottle of water when I'm hydrated. Oh, you got conned as well, didn't um, you? Lost a bit of money, I think. You and Chris Leish. Yeah, I did. Me and Chris Leish. Got yeah, conned. Yeah, I got going to that now. And then the joint one with that is going to be Milford Haven away with Stars U. But anyway, yeah. how I got conned was... So I don't know if Ponder Ven bloody whatever he is listening now but he, he might out. he might he might listen but even do you can yeah not gonna say anyway so basically this guy comes out now and he goes right who wants to play card and deck please and I'm thinking oh, nah, there's about 15 of us yeah I put my chances in do you know what I mean yeah so yeah, I'll chuck mine in Connor really didn't have his card then so I'll like, hack on you can have a I'll chuck in my student bloody thingy yeah. card and that can act as your bank because then you can move it and transfer it. Right? So I'm thinking I'm big now. I put mine in first. I'm thinking, yeah, class. <laughs> Who gets pulled out? Me, I get pulled out. So this guy, he's looking at me and he goes, right, go against two rounds each. I went, ah? Yeah. Two rounds each now. And that, so, I don't know, that's six quid per person times 15. Do you know I mean? Yeah. You're talking talk like 80 odd quid, something like that. So me and Chris have gone into the bar and he's gone, right, the most they can have is three jugs of scrap and two jugs of cider or something like that. And we've gone out, we've taken there, and he's looking at us stupid, and we're going, well, that's all you're having. And, 
and we just yeah, not we, like, we drank, was too much I, I think as a group we drank a lot of style problem that day, didn't we? Yeah, well, that's why we got Strappy Kings or Stars, mate. Yeah. We? <laughs> um, we won't go into that. Yeah, so, you've gone on Stars by Grey Land. Milford Haven away. Yeah, any uh, other one? Not for the third, no. And then, right, for the, for the second one, second best also, yeah. I'm going to say Tide Bar away to South Gower. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, it was in a bloody storm. Awful the only, conditions. It was the only game on in like South Wales and literally awful conditions. But meeting Steve Ford that day was wild. <laughs> just to say, just wild. It was absolutely all wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steve Ford, great guy. And then the best social I've probably been on was the leading up to and I'll be feeling tour. What a time. Yeah. Left we'll have, we'll have to talk about tours and that was social. Yeah, no, definitely. Not gonna go into that too much, yeah. but I'll be for you, great tour. If any, yeah. anyone listening is planning at all, I'll be for you. What goes on tour, stays on tour. Yeah. Um, you could stay in mini shit all as well. Swear I'd say, lords. It's class, class place to stay at it. But, uh, yeah, that's what you... Do you want to say, oh, you kind of said really. Yeah. Do you have like a, a, a best sober social? Um, it, it would be just be, again, just... Whether it's sober or like partly sober, it would be just like watching a game of rugby somewhere. And obviously, since I turned eighteen, being able to buy one beer, two beers. Because yeah. like when I was when I was like sixteen, seventeen, I used to watch uh, Abraham a lot. Like uh, me and Scott used to watch Abraham a lot, and yeah. that used to be just a really good social. Without there's no win, it's a good social because we're watching rugby, enjoying watching rugby without the alcohol aspect. Yeah. Some, like like we partly said, sometimes people think we need the alcohol aspect to socialise when you really don't. And like that's what I'm missing now. Like when I said at the start, I'm missing socialising. It's not so much the beer, it's like going out for food, going going and have a coffee or just going for a walk and a chat. I mean that that's like dummy and the added would be uh, missing that with the younger boys, but it's not yeah. my main thing. But I when, think some of the if, best sober socials you can have, mate, are like Training for me, though, just a little bit of fitness training in the week, yeah. With all the boys, it does wonders, you have yeah. a touch rugby is a big one, isn't it? Like, that, it's, compa- I mean. it's competitive, it's social, it's got everything, and even like football. I mean, football doing five sides, I mean, that's competitive, it's social, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, netball going back is competitive, social, playing a full match against each other. But I, this is off topic, but. I think sport has got to come back soon because people are go- going insane as much. If we, can, if we can do it safely, then it should be coming back. But that's a different story. No, I agree. But socials, massive for team cohesion, people's mental yeah. health. Um, winning or losing. Winning or losing. <laughs> Just uh, keep the moral up in it. Yeah. And like, so team cohesion, the drinking atmosphere that you can get from it. The overall atmosphere you get from it, and the stories you get from it as well. As much as like we have mentioned some of the student nights we've had uh, going to Swansea oh. and stuff, but that's a social. <laughs> that's a social. I mean, and like no, it is. Yeah, some, some of the best socials we had was like in Connor Ely's house pre-drinking to go to Swansea. Like yeah, of course. Swansea's been great, but <laughs> in Connor Ely's house before has been has been better. And I mean and. The friendships and everything, like the stories you get from socialising, is the second to none, really. And that's probably my summary for it. If you want to try and summarise oh, oh. socials, uh, I think you said it all, mate. To be honest, yeah, socials are just so important nowadays with everything, where yeah. whether it be in sport or without outside sport, for everyone as well. I think it's more, it's more important when we go back now. It's, yeah, it's more important. Like you feel like you've got to catch up on everything, like. Oh, absolutely! Like the the beers are going to be flowing, the the coffee <laughs> machines are going to be. The thing is, I'm huge. Restaurants, it. yeah, the restaurants are. I mean, going to be pulling out mixed grills left, right, and centre from rugby boys. Absolutely. <laughs> so, get prepared if you're listening. Um, right, so we didn't want to do sort of like this or that or the would you rather sort of thing. So, we've come up with a game for Declan, which is. 
is a word association slash a drink association. So I'm going to say some sports uh, right. or, or, or people. Okay. Uh, and, oh, uh, and you've got to say either, either an alcohol beverage or just a normal beverage that matches them. Can I make up a beverage? Well, what do you mean? Go on, give us an example. I don't know. Um, like Michael's bath water. What if I don't like the person? No, that's disgusting. No. <laughs> right. Rugby union. Guinness. Netball. <laughs> We're laughing, Papa. Uh, gin and lemonade. Women's hockey. Uh, strong bow. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Men's hockey. Strong bow. <laughs> Rugby league. Um, pale ale. Women's rugby. Dark fruit. Strongbow dark fruit. Swimming. <laughs> water. Just water. Just water. <laughs> uh, that's right. Boxing. Um, Carlin. Alwyn Williams. Strappy. Connor Williams. Salmon. Who? Connor Williams. Oh, God. Um... Lime juice. Yes, yeah, lime cordial. Lime cordial. <laughs> uh, women's lacrosse. Um, um, Sprite. Men's lacrosse. Fanta. <laughs> Surfing. Uh, uh, corona. Sumo wrestling. <laughs> I thought you'd be good um, at this. I'm not, mate. Can I say um, uh, Sambuca? <laughs> the sumo wrestlers love Sambuca. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Aussie rules. Oh, God. Can I say a barrel of like Stella? Yeah. Uh, Thai <laughs> Vodka. Uh, baseball. Coke. Coca-Cola. Rounders. Oh, see how hard stuff that is. Yeah. Tequila, is it? Uh, athletics. Um, J-Tour. Cricket. <laughs> Just thinking of that thing you normally do, but... <laughs> I don't like cricket. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I um, pink gin so softies cricket, the cricket boys love pink gin softies I, I hope there's some cricket <laughs> boys listening ice hockey um, Foster's Andrew Harris WKD Blue Darth Bates Guinness and Black Mike Bevan <laughs> Lemonade he's on a if he's looking for the hard stuff, nah. Uh, bone black. And that's all. I, 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 to be honest, man, I thought you'd do a lot better. I, it, in, in the aspect of you'd rattle them off quicker. Nah, man. Uh, you know me, massive swigger, but. Noodles. Oh, my man, I don't know what women's lacrosse are going to drink. Well, if there's any women's lacrosse uh, listening now, give us a message and what you drink. Yeah. I can't remember what I said, too, but I hope, I hope it's not too bad. I think it's a sprite. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's your questions done. I am sorry if I offend anyone. I, I gotta uh, no, say, yeah, too, too late, no. but it's too late. You've said it, though. Pink Jin's not a girly drink, boys, just in case you want to. It's really yeah. nice. <laughs> pink Jin's I'm gonna save myself. I'll give me a minute Hasht- to save myself. <laughs> hashtag Pink Jin's men. Yeah, um, love it. So we put on our Instagram this week, Deck, to be honest. Yeah. We planned this yesterday, didn't we? <laughs> it was, it well, was, we had a chat about it, but it was quite it was, hard. It was short planned, wasn't it? Because obviously we came off the back of having Reese Thomas on and we didn't know what to do or what to talk about. So yeah. we put it to our Instagram and a few like social atmosphere ones came up to me. So we thought we'd do a, we'd do a social one. But one, yeah. of the, one of the questions we had was, can from Ryan Harden, so yeah. it was a great suggestion, can we make a football and rugby 
team that would play under the likely lads. And obviously we had a chat about it and we thought it'd be pretty difficult, especially for me and you, to make a football one. So we'll have to we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have to prep that one. We'll have to prep that one. Yeah. And he did say to... he did say you could make it any age. So we we'll do we'll do our one in the future. But we've we've mm-hmm. we've done can we make a growing up fifteen under eighteen? So obviously I'm not including any uni boys and you're not including Boys Club. Boys Club. Oh, um, yeah. So I'll go first with my front row, shall I? Go on then. I have got Declan Harris, great Oi. scrummager, awful swigger. Callum yeah. Grimes as hooker. Okay. Great player, gets around the park, throws in nicely as well in the lineup. Nice. I have got Scott Mahoney as my number three. Um yeah, wrecking ball when he does catch a ball, but very unlikely You've done he does one, catch it. Yeah, carry on. Go on, your front row. Um I've gone for a very short but uh, solid front row. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Sly on the loose. Big old boy gets on the park. It's hard. Lovely. Jakey thrown in. Um, all rounder, really. Same as. Whip the ball in as well. And I got Jake Wood. Jake Woodward on the tight. Um, buckled him a few times playing against Ty, but uh, I think he'll do the job first, to be fair. Yeah, you turn up on a day like. <laughs> I think you turn up, yeah. In my second rows, I have a bit obvious. I have Reese Thomas. Yeah. Um, great player, obviously. Uh, has aspirations to go further, and hopefully he does. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah, the second row. Another tie back lock, Lloyd John. The player that I, I haven't seen in years. Went uh, missing, went missing, didn't he? Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. I don't know what he's doing now, but if he listens, then he drops a message. But overall, good, good player. Um, very good player. Enjoyed his rugby, I think. Yeah, he did. Love the hair as well. Yeah, caught my hair cut. Yeah. Uh, I've gone with Reese Thomas and yourself, Mr. Bevan. Oh, me and Reese parking down. Yeah, I think plenty of uh, plenty of power coming through with your ass, isn't it? And obviously Reese being a lot heavier than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And especially with your front row, is going to go forward. Oh, yeah. Insane. Back, We're going forward. My back row, I've got Ethan Comer, obviously... Um, Shovel hands, or um, I can't say the other one. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> like if I've got a python, he's got two pythons. Um, <laughs> I've uh, got a python. And uh, great tackler, great rugby player. Yeah. Number eight, I've gone with Ewan Shenton. Like, I just find this bloke can turn on the aggression at any moment, and he's a really good ball carrier and really skillful as well. Yeah. My number seven is William Pope. A boy that is as dull as a brush, but really good at rugby and is insane at doing over the ball at uh, yeah. ruck time. But yeah, great boy. He gets going to park as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, all three of them do were quite, quite versatile yeah. back row, I got. Mm-hmm. I've gone with James McCarthy, six. Uh, obviously, captains us in under 15s at Brown. Yeah. Uh, good boy, gets owned and does his job well, really. Uh, Ethan Comer as well. I've gone for seven. Uh, obviously, because of what you said, and just one of the boys. Love him. <laughs> one of the boys. Um, and i gone for Sam Gardner in the eight. Sam, Sam Ginge, most of you know him as probably. Big old boy. Loves looking himself in the mirror. Um, loves himself. Yeah, but he does a job. I think he could play anywhere, really, but I think his best is in the back row. Yeah. My nine and ten now, so... I have gone with, and I, I don't know if we've got the same one. I think we have. I have gone with Reese Lidyard, aka the Fuse. <laughs> he could lose his head at any moment, but his aggression and like his passion when he's playing is, is second to none. Sort of like he never wants to lose, and if he does lose, oh my god, it's, it's the end of the world. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah. his passion for competitiveness and all that is second to that. He's a great player and he, he could probably slot in in most positions in, in the back, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. By 10, I've gone with Luke Scully. Played with him in college. Absolutely insane number 10. Like, just led like a number 10 should. And obviously, he's pr- progressed further now and he's doing very well. So, fair dues. Yeah. Uh, I've also gone with the Beastly Dad for my nine. I think when he turns up, he turns up. As long as he doesn't lose his head, 
yeah. he's, I don't think any nine will beat them, to be honest. At the, obviously, um, our level and stuff. And then for 10, I've gone with, um, I played with him in Ospreys under 16s. Um, I've gone with Sam Costello. Because obviously, what? Big name. Yeah, because obviously he's um, playing for Scarlet's now and getting the odd start, getting the odd off the bench, scoring left right centre. If you didn't know, me and him got the same skill level. Uh, Who? Reese Thomas. Oh, yeah. Reese Thomas did confirm that to me. Yeah, yeah. But I think he'll uh, do the job of most people, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My centres, again, a boy from college, TN Thomas Wheeler, who's now obviously in the Ospreys and one of the figures within the Ospreys team now. Like he was such such a great leader, especially playing in college, like led by example and probably is a true athlete that people who are listening to this, aspiring athletes probably just need to look up to him because he's an insane athlete. My yeah. second centre is Cameron Davis, who again, very much greatly done, a great ball player, very skillful growing up and his his size and stature when he was growing up was just he was so powerful. Obviously, he's changed now and lost a bit of weight, but yeah. I reckon he could still do a job <laughs> in the centre if he's running. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I bet he's rapid though. Yeah. Um, my centres have gone for 12 to one freeze. Oof. Yeah, he's always class growing up at 10. But I think him and Costello, 10 and 12, I think that's looking, that's like that's some Eddie Jones stuff, that is. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's some England type stuff. Like, I was going to put him 15, but I swapped him last minute and, you know, take a ball hard. Um, 13, going for someone a little bit shorter, a bit quicker, maybe. Going for Logan Phillips. Logan Phillips. Labouring stars you. Um, when he gets the ball, he just goes. Just absolutely goes. And in D, I think he works really hard as well. Uh, my back three now, so I got Kai Morgan, the bloke's massive now. He's absolutely massive and he's, yeah. he's, rap- he's rapid as well. Like again, when when he turns up, normally the aggression, the passion is there and he's a great player. Yeah. My other wing, I've got Corey <laughs> Taylor, a boy I've grown up with playing. Um, again, he's absolutely rapid. Like he, He's insanely quick and like, he scored a few tries for schoolboys and it's just insane. And, I don't know. What, I don't know what he's doing now, but no, he's in uni or something. But hopefully he's doing alright. My full back end, I've gone with Joe Humphries, the, ah, the, right. the, the brains behind behind the backs, like uh, insane uh, rugby knowledge and great great kicker as well. Right, I've gone with back three. I've also gone with Coy Taylor. Yeah, we need some, we need some wheels, didn't we? You, I think off the mark, you just always need someone like him. Yeah. Only hurdles people on. Uh, <laughs> Murth and Mahal pitch like yeah um, the other wing I've gone for Alex Philpott mm-hmm. um, also very rapid can work his way out of the phone box like I mean step his way through the phone box um, and then in 15 I've gone for Liam Partridge great player yeah he's class under the high ball <laughs> calm under pressure um, and he's also very quick so yeah I Two solid so. teams. Maybe we should uh, try and get them all together and have a game. Yeah, man. We Char- have to swap to charity swap games. Yeah. yeah, we'd have to rock paper scissors for the people we've got. Uh, yeah, we'd have to rock paper scissors. But uh, yeah, two great teams we got there. That we've, I like they're teams that were from players we've grown up playing with and in different teams, etc. And do you know I mean we're not we're not bad players. I mean some of the players were there have gone further, so me and yeah. can't be, me can't be that bad. I know. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, that probably near enough racks up episode four, but the quote of the episode is by you this week. Go. Yeah. Uh, struggled to find, really, like, associated with drinking or, like, social or something. Yeah. But I thought this kind of fits in. Do more things that make you forget to look at your phone. I think that's a big one, really, nowadays. Yeah, especially with way society and everything's going with technology and then like when we was going up got to resin the walk we're bringing it back but um 
I, there was no signal, nothing. So none of us were wet, went on our phones, nothing, because there was no signal. Well, couldn't we, no. we, we all enjoyed each other's company a lot better then because we were constantly looking at our phones. And, no, I think the only uh, time we whipped out the phone was when we took our picture, didn't we? I don't yeah, think we should... Uh, we won't show anyone, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, like the way society and all that is going now, people are on their phones a lot more. And even in this lockdowns, etc. I'm on my phone a lot more. It's so probably about nine hours a day or whatever 10 hours a day it's insane amount of like and this podcast i mean seeing your face i mean it's it's great i mean and i'm not on my phone now so yeah just um just facetiming people i think people get obsessed with texting snapchat and all that and constantly on their phone just jump on facetime have a chat with people and stuff well yeah i think if you if you don't do that and you're just talking to people on um, on text and stuff all the time. You're not actually having any human interaction other than yeah. maybe family. And in some in some cases, it could be really bad for your health as such. So um, get out and do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, get, getting out for a walk now, it's highly likely. It's wonders. It's highly likely you're going to see someone as well. There, as much as it, yeah. it, I mean, it's all about a town, but. Like you're obviously gonna see someone that you know, a family friend or friend of a people. friend. So yeah. get out and just see people. Like I mean, you go on your own, yes, and then you'll be able to see people and have a quick two minute chat or whatever. But yeah. if anyone can relate to any socials or anyone's got any social stories, I think just just drop us a message and we can tell some maybe because obviously we've got a few. But um, yeah, if, if, I think if, from, uh, if you've got a special meaning, like what socials mean to you, then give us a message and tell us because obviously it'll open our mindsets as well. Yeah, no, I think going back to tours and stuff, um, we haven't just left it out. We're kind of just going to have that another Graze one. Graze past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, that probably wraps, wraps up the episode. Um, thanks very much, Declan. Thank you, Mike. Um, good. See you all, guys, for episode five. Uh, hey. we'd, be, we'd be over a month of podcasting then insane in the membrane see you all later cheers cheers